Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus. is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion. All right here. Adams Brown. Strategic allies and CPAs going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And good afternoon and welcome to Tiger Talk. We're again live at the Robbins Center on the Fort Hayes State University campus. And we're glad to have you with us here this afternoon as we talk Fort Hayes State sports. We're going to talk some cross country, some soccer, volleyball, and of course football. Head coach Chris Brown will be joining us toward the end of the program. And we'd love you to participate. If you're listening out there, go to Fort Hayes State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. You can submit a question. In fact, we had someone do that earlier earlier this morning uh look for the fan zone click on it you'll get a drop down you'll see ask the coach and um, we'll try to get that question in and if we use it you'll have a chance to win a t-shirt from four day state athletics i think bob helm was our winner last week with one of those cool looking fort hay state football t-shirts and uh, we'll draw for one at the end of the program again today and of course here at uh, tiger club uh, you have the notepads on the table submit a question and we'll try to squeeze it in throughout the program and again, we're glad to have you with us here as we coincide with Tiger Club. And you can join us in person. Join Tiger Club. It's a great way to help Fort A. State Athletics with the scholarships and uh, and then pay for your meal here every Wednesday at the Robin Center. Get a be able, have all the fun, take partake in all the fun with us every Wednesday here with Tiger Club. We're going to jump right into it. Jason McCollum, head cross country coach at Fort A. State, joining us. They got their season underway Thursday night in Hutchinson. They're hosting a meet on their home course here uh, on Friday. We'll get into that a little bit. But first, Jason, great job. Both the men and women bring home championships at the Terry Masterson Twilight Classic Thursday night. I guess your, your guys and gals like running in the evening. They did well. Yeah, well, it's nice to run in the evening when it's 100 degrees in the day. So it was still about 85, but it was a, it was a nice time to run and under the lights. And um, it's kind of dark in a few places, so you don't know exactly where you're going. I think they probably did the whole course, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask you. I mean, obviously, and they run it around Fun Valley, and it's, you know, softball fields and everything used for, for all the different youth sports and adult sports. But to, to fully light a cross-country course, that's got to be a bit challenging. Yeah, so that course is a, it's a mile loop, and it goes around a, a, a baseball complex, and then they add a few more additional lights to make it a full mile. So it's three loops for the women and uh, four loops for the men. 
Well, you did well. You're, as we said, both brought home championships, four in the top ten for the gals. Reagan Hodgson, we talked about her last week, uh, won the individual championship, her first as a Tiger. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, she was an All-American last year, and I, I didn't realize that was her first victory uh, ever in cross country. So a good performance by her. Uh, she went out and uh, ran a, quite a bit faster than she did last year. And then, uh, what, J.C. Vath uh, finishing in second place. Let's talk about the ladies and uh, all the performers and who stood out for you in that race. Yeah, so we, we really have three uh, that, that stand out. You know, Reagan was an All-American. J.C. was not too far behind her. And then Darian Hudgens was fifth. Um, those three are, are some of our older athletes, and uh, they've done a great job. And then uh, we fill in the rest, four through 11, are, are mostly freshmen or sophomores. So, um, And they did well. I know we had two others that placed in the top 15, mm-hmm. or three others, I believe. And then... Um, you know, I think they did well, especially for their first meet. I know what, they were a little nervous. What was the reaction from the, from the freshmen? And we talked about, obviously, the, the difference in high school to collegiate cross country. Now they had their first race. And, and it's not your typical course, so I'm sure it's going to be a process of learning as they go, but how they react and, and, and how they ran. Well, I think they took a little of the nervousness out of it because they sit on the start line seven minutes to the start, and about 30 <laughs> seconds later the gun went off. <laughs> and so, like, they didn't have time to be nervous. So they, they got going. They ran well. They ran up front where they were supposed to and it, it was good for them talk about the guys grant bradley uh, led the men he was third in this race last year he finished runner up last week yeah grant is uh is a great athlete you know we've had trouble keeping him healthy over the years but uh, uh he seems healthy pretty healthy right now and uh yeah he had a he had a good race uh he was actually sick so he didn't feel well uh, and still plays second <laughs> and uh, who else on the guy side uh, stood out to your mind in your mind we have two other uh, older athletes that are in their fourth year i have no clue what they are eligibility sophomore <laughs> junior i believe um, still, um, but that was uh, Jarrett Fitzemeyer, I think, was fourth, and then uh, Ethan Fisher was sixth. So th- those two ran uh, extremely well. Yeah, eligibility, that's one thing I wish with COVID and you get an extra year and then some take it, some don't, figuring out what someone is ac- you know, academically is easier than, than collegi- you know, athletically what their eligibility is. And, and there's some sophomores that are going to be around a long time or graduate uh, the way it's set up. All right, uh, Big meet coming up, and we talked a little bit about it last week with you. Uh, the first ever race at the new Rolling Ridge Cross Country Course. It's going to be the FHSU Tiger Open. You're running Friday morning, obviously, with the, the weather the way it's been. I'm sure that had a lot to go into it, but uh, a morning race during the week, something different. Yeah, normally uh, we were going to run on Friday evening, uh, but uh, last week they were showing over 100 degrees for Friday. It's a little cooler now, but... We decided to make that change, and the other teams were all in agreement. And they all wanted to go on Friday morning instead of pushing it back to Saturday morning. So uh, one thing that when you do race on Fridays, it does give you time to get a long run in um, over the weekend. So everybody wanted to do that, so we're going to go at 9.30 for the women. Uh, it's a 5K, and then 10.10 for the men, and that's a four-mile race. Why the different? Why, why did the men run mile and the women do a K? Uh, that's about all I could get on the course right now. Okay, so, there you go. <laughs> uh, I had a four-mile on there and a, and a 5K. Early in the season, a lot of times uh, we do shorter races mm-hmm. than normal. And so when we get to championship season, the women run 6K, and the men, will they run 8K typically throughout the year, and then 10K for the championship season. So we're just going a little bit shorter. So, you know, For some of these, it's only their you know, second mm-hmm. or third week. Uh, in the program, so it, it, you know we're not going to burden them with a, a five-mile race right away or an 8K race. Tell us about the field a little bit. Who's all coming that you know of as of now and what to expect? Yeah, so it's, it's a smaller race. Uh, it's kind of in between uh, some of the big weeks that we have coming up, so uh, I think there are six parts of six or seven teams, uh, and they're smaller teams, so I know we have Dodge City, uh, Garden City, 
uh, McPherson, Bethany. I think Barclays bringing some athletes. Panhandle State's bringing some athletes. So it's some, some smaller schools, but um, it, it, for us, it's hopefully a, a good workout, a good time to get on the course. You know, see how the how it works out to have a meet there, mm-hmm. and then hopefully, you know, if if it goes well, perhaps move it back to our original spot in October for next year and try to have a big meet. Well, and we talked a little bit about the course and uh, obviously the evolution of that and the, the development of it for for the fans who want to come out and watch. Do you know where the good spots are going to be? Is that something that as, as you use it more and more, you kind of figure out where the best place and best vantage points are? Yeah, so you can actually see a lot up there because it's kind of up on top of a hill, hence the name Rolling Ridge, kind of up on the ridge. Um, so if you are coming to the meet, um, uh, don't pull into Intersys into their parking lot, uh, but go go on Fairground Road, and there's a road between Intersys and the fairgrounds, and there's a huge grass parking lot there. That's that's where you park, and then you just walk over to the east, and you can see a lot from around the finish line. Uh, if you're familiar with it, there's a, uh, a limestone structure. looks like a schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. If you stand up there, you can watch the majority of the race other than around the, the start area. So there's some good views up there. You, you know, you can see people from quite a ways away. Well, that'll be exciting. And, and it's great, to, you know, the work that you have done and, and everybody who's helped you to, to get this course, obviously with uh, no longer being able to use Sam Plum, to, to have a home course and, and be able to host home meet. Such a big deal with the cross-country tradition at Fort Hay State. So appreciate all the effort you did, and it'll be exciting. To, to break it in Friday morning and uh, first of many, many meets out there, we hope. Uh, hopefully so. You know, we have a meet on Friday and then the middle school has a meet on Tuesday cool. and the high school on Thursday. So it will get biz- be busy for seven days straight. Well, that's pretty awesome. And uh, we appreciate you getting that course ready. Jason, anything else we need to know? Uh, no, just hopefully the weather's uh, cool. Um, that, that's a big thing about cross country, you know, this 100-degree weather for all sports. Yeah. It's really tough. But, you know, cross country, you're going at a high effort for a long period of time. So, Uh, We're just hoping for some cool weather, maybe some clouds like we have today, and that'd be nice. Sounds good. Well, we appreciate it. Congratulations on a great start, and best of luck Friday morning at 9.30 for the women, 10.10 for the men at the new Rolling Ridge Cross Country Course out by Enersys. Jason, we appreciate it. Good luck Friday. All right. Thank you, Gerard. There you go. That is Jason McCullough, head cross country coach at Fort A. State University. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk some soccer when we return as Tiger Talk continues on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWI. Now that everybody is back into the full swing of school, sports, and everything in between, our schedules are as busy as ever. Take some time and breathe and let the taco shop do the cooking tonight. The veggie burrito is on special $3.89, beef quesadilla $4.29, and the chicken soft taco is $2.09. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order from there and have it delivered. down to the taco shop. At First Care Clinic, they're charting a course seldom navigated by other healthcare providers. It starts with a commitment to quality care powered by teamwork and dedication, not just a waiting room. The journey continues with a belief that healthcare should be accessible and affordable with extended hours and Saturday service. This is where First Care Clinic's Express Care comes in. When injuries and illness can't wait until Monday, Express Care is there for you at 13th and Main in downtown Hayes. Book a time and skip the line. 
the most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Here in Kansas, we know how to work together to make things better. And here at HazeMed, we share a mission of better health for everyone. When we come together for health screenings, community events, multidisciplinary care, and more, we are always re-envisioning what rural health can do for you. With care that's local, collaborative, and specialized, we're giving you every reason to choose HazeMed. Pistol formation for Ben Ward, the quarterback, takes the snap. He's being flushed, and it's batted down. It's intercepted, picked off. Gavin Hazelhorst deflected the pass. Miles Men just picks it off, and Fort A. State has it at the Riverhawk 47. Yeah, some of the action from Thursday night in Tahlequah. We'll talk more football with head coach Chris Brown a little bit later on in the program. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. From joint and spine injury to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, the experts at Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute will help you move freely. Learn more at hayesmed.com backslash Orthopedics talking soccer now. The men's program, they're on the road. They play tomorrow in Kansas City. Give you a quick update. They went one and one at home to open their season. Beat MSU Denver last Thursday, three to one. Lost a tough one to UC Colorado Springs on uh, Saturday, three to two was the final in that one. They are receiving votes in the first regular season poll, and uh, they'll be in Kansas City. They'll take on number 10, Maryville. That's tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. We're told there is no video stream available for that match. However, Sunday at 3, they're back in Kansas City to face Rockhurst, and Rockhurst usually has a video stream, so no link provided yet, we're told, but they should be able to have that up for that Sunday match. Uh, Next home action on the 13th, Wednesday, Midwestern State, and then Hard to believe GAC MIAA play begins on the 21st at home against Newman. So an update on the men's soccer program. The women, they are off to a 2-0 start. And Tyson John, head women's coach, joining us, beat Northwestern Oklahoma State 2-1 last Thursday. And then Saturday, a hot one, but beat um, Southwestern College by a score of 4-0. Obviously a good start anytime you go 2-0 and Play the way you did, pretty happy. No, I mean, that's obviously ideal for us to come out and have a good opening weekend because, you know, preseason is so short. Um, (laughs) I was really impressed with how well we played um, on the Thursday against Mm -hmm. Northwest Oklahoma because, you know, the first match, all the nerves. We we had a tough preseason and, you know, thought that we could have gotten some better results there. But for the way that they came out and the way that they played, we were were pretty happy with that. And then, you know, giving up only one goal – in two games and then only giving up eight shots over the over the entire weekend um defensively we were we were really sound yeah, i was going to ask you about that we talked last week and obviously this team kind of hung its hat on its defense last year and you knew they were going to be really good defensively again this year and they kind of showed it right out of the gate you gave up that one goal against northwestern oklahoma but by and large uh, didn't have a lot of shots on goal all week and that's pretty impressive no i mean and it was a good goal i mean that's what we forced we you know we, we tell them to look force them force them to be better than us um 
because you know we're not going to give them the opportunity and we shouldn't want to give them the opportunity and defending from the front really helps us with that um but not only were we good defensively you know putting in six goals in two games is really 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 <laughs> exciting for us because like we had a lot of games last year that was you know one and two mm. goals at the max well and you got the lead in both of those and all the scoring in the, the first match on thursday came in the first half you got the lead and then maintained the lead, obviously a, a much better position to be in. A lot of times last year you said they were nail biters to the very, very end, and Thursday was a little bit, but on, on uh, Saturday able to have a little bit of breathing room in that one. That had to be nice. Yeah, and we had, we had opportunities to score more goals on the Thursday. Um, we really did. Uh, I think we hit the post twice. Um, but, yeah, leaving it with one goal as a differential is it's never enough. You know? <laughs> I like I like at least two or three, preferably. Well, we got we got to talk about Hannah Perez. Uh, what a what a weekend for her. Got it all started, scoring just under three minutes into the very first match on Thursday, and then the hat trick tied a school record with three goals in a match uh, in, against Southwestern uh, College. Uh, she had a pretty good weekend offensively. <laughs> yeah, that puts her at four goals. I mean, she was our top goal scorer last year at eight, um, and and she's on you know two games in and already halfway there. Um, you know, we, we put a little bit of pressure on them in, in the second game with, you know, we knew that we should get a result over Southwestern, but uh, we, I, we said, look, these are games that you're going to play tougher opponents, and if we can't do it here, um, where are we going to do it? And so, yeah, I was impressed that she came out and really took the game by the scruff of the neck and said, I'm going to show what I can do and I'm, where I can take this. Who else stood out for you this weekend on your squad? Uh, we, we're, we're pretty deep. I mean, we have right now, I, I don't – know if we know exactly what our starting lineup is going to be i think we have you know our back four is has a few people that are coming and going as far as injuries uh we got some really good news 510 striker uh from daytona state allison worley we were worried that she tore her meniscus in the very first game uh exhibition game which was on day three of preseason and we got the good news that that she's uh she's back and good that, that happened to not be the case so no we're excited and you know, right now, I was impressed with everyone. Hard work. I mean, it was really hot. It was 105, uh, so they say, on Saturday. And I can only imagine what it actually was on the field because the turf gets hot. Um, but, yeah, we, we were really impressed with everyone, and a lot of people got time. Well, you're right back at it here this weekend. Uh, Friday, you'll be at home, 6 o'clock. Sioux Falls comes to town. And then Sunday afternoon, Augustana, ranked 15th in the country. Uh, some school, schools from the NSIC. Give us a preview of, of the weekend starting on Friday night with Sioux Falls. Yeah, so Sioux Falls last year, I mean, that was our first game of the season. We we won pretty handily, even though it was 2-0. Uh, I think we only allowed one shot in that match. Uh, they played Roger State the other night. They outshot Rogers 15-13. to 13. Wow. And so, yeah, I've been doing the film. They look different. <laughs> I don't know what they've changed, but uh, I've checked the staff. I've checked the roster, and they, they've only added a few. But now they're, they're coming to play. And, uh, you know, Augie's obviously always very difficult. We drew with them 1-1 at their place last year. And uh, even though we were, had the same amount of shots, they, they felt like they should have mm -hmm. won. And we felt like we should have won. So I think that that's going to be a good affair. I mean, they, they beat Central Missouri. Uh, they only had two shots in the first half and two shots in the second half. And in soccer, we call that a smash and grab <laughs> because you definitely didn't have the run of play uh, with Central Missouri having about 18 shots. Wow. So uh, I think it's going to be a battle for us. I mean, both of our styles are pretty similar, hardworking teams, blue-collar teams that we, we want to come and win, you know. And uh, I think that they just missed out on the regional selection last year and so they know that these games and we know that these games I'll, I'll count towards that well as we said we see this all the time in all sports I mean this is only the second weekend but you know you're going to be looking in November and they're starting to get all the regional picture and whether you go on and 
these matches this weekend are going to be, you're going to look back, and if you did well, they're going to be huge points to help get you in, or if you don't do well, maybe keep you out. So they're just as important as anyone you're going to face the rest of the year. Yeah, for sure, and we don't want to look back with regret. Mm -hmm. All right, well, we appreciate it. Um, Again, 6 o'clock Friday night, Sioux Falls, the Cougars come to town, and then Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock, number 15, Augustana. Uh, in town. Should be a great match for the Fort A. State women off to a 2-0 start. Tyson, as always, appreciate the time. Hopefully the weather's a little bit cooler this weekend. And uh, good luck and go get them this weekend. Thank you. There you go. That's Tyson John, head women's soccer coach at Fort A. State again 6 o'clock Friday and 1 o'clock on Sunday out at the Tiger Soccer Stadium for Fort A. State soccer. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some volleyball. They're at home tonight. Jessica Wood Atkins joins us next as Tiger Talk continues. And a reminder that Fort A. State football invites you all to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We're back after this on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Word, sales, and service you can depend on. Call BTI. Take advantage of the summer crop swap special at BTI John Deere. Let their service department swap out your concaves and get your combines ready for fall harvest. Their team of expert technicians always ready to help you be prepared. Contact your local BTI service department to take advantage of the BTI summer crop swap happening now. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. End of summer specials at your local Napa Auto Parts store gives out a supply in haze. Charge it battery charger $44.99. Seafoam Bugs Be Gone car and truck wash starting at $6.99. Valvoline Premium Blue Motor Oil, one gallon size, $17.99. Seafoam Auto Marine Fleet Motor Treatment, $8.49. And plan ahead with savings on antifreeze. Great savings all month at Gibbs Auto Supply, 13th and Vine in Hayes. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey everyone, this is Mario Gutierrez, and you know there are two things that you have that are most valuable. You know what it is? It's your time and your attention. So take those valuable gifts you have and spend it with those in your life that truly matter and come together at Gutierrez Mexican Restaurant or Trio Tap House. This is where we give our time and our attention, and we've been doing it for over 40 years. Enjoy the best of both worlds, flavorful Mexican at Gutierrez or great steaks or American at Trio Tap House. We're two blocks east of 27th and Vine in Hayes. Third down, 12. Dawson to throw. He goes across the middle. He's got a man. Watch. It's a first down inside the 25. He's got it to the 24. They're going to mark him at the 23-yard line. First down, Tigers on a 26-yard completion on third and 12. And that was more of the action from Thursday night in Tahlequah. Four-day state knocking off Northeastern State. We're going to talk with football coach Chris Brown here shortly. But right now, it's time to talk some volleyball. But first, need to remind you that uh, Golden Belt Bank uh, knows that your life has a story, and they want to get to know your story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. The Tigers off to a 1-3 and three start out in Golden this past weekend. Lost Friday in four 
to number 22 Colorado School of Mines and then lost in three to Finley out of Ohio. Then Saturday split, had a three-set win over Colorado Christian and then lost in a a heartbreaker in five to San Francisco State. And uh, four-day state at home tonight as they uh, will be taking on Kansas Wesley and then hosting their Tiger Classic this weekend. We'll talk all about it and more. Jessica Wood Atkins joining us now. And uh, one and three, but, boy, you were so close in a couple of those matches. It could have gone a, a different outlook. Uh, just your overall thoughts on how your team played in your season open around in Golden. You know, uh, we took a little different uh, avenue this fall in our opening preseason. We tried to go with a little bit tougher competition mm-hmm. to get us uh, better prepared for the MIAA, and I thought that happened. Um, but uh, day one was a little bit interesting. We we drew a bad schedule. I wouldn't say a bad, but a really tough schedule with back-to-back games. Um, so we were in the gym for about six hours straight going, and we just ran out of gas there at the end. But um, we went in not knowing our starting lineup. We had two positions that were kind of a question mark, um, one being our second middle, uh, which is a very important position. You know, Morgan Christensen was a, a pretty strong presence in that last year and so we gave Matea Clark a sophomore out of Dodge City uh the the start on both games and uh both games she just couldn't connect you know she's a phenomenal athlete a great middle uh, but it just wasn't working and so we put in our 6-3 middle um out of uh Kansas City out of Baser Kansas and she she won that spot over and so day two that was a big difference maker um, and I think uh, I like the progress that we made. Obviously, wish we would have come out mm-hmm. with a split. Um, but that, that last set, man, that was tough. Yeah, you, you beat Colorado Christian, just dominate that match to start the day Saturday. Then San Francisco State back and forth. Just a, a great match. And, and you lose that final fifth set, 15-13. And, and you're there right about halfway through. I think it was tied 7-7. Just couldn't quite close the door. But a uh, great, great match early in the season, which hopefully, even though you didn't win it, your team can take from and build the rest of the year. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, this weekend was the first time for our setter, our quote-unquote quarterback, uh, running the show. And so um, she she had a lot of weight on her shoulders. And I think, you know, that was the difference in that, that match is uh, just – a little bit of seasoning of, of knowing uh, where to go and when. Um, but she did a phenomenal job. And um, But, yeah, what the difference was, they had a really powerful left-handed hitter who we just could not stop the first two games until the girls. I said, you don't have to stop her on the net. Just slow it down. You know, we've got phenomenal defenders. And once they locked into that, they were. They were getting a lot of positive block touches, slowing the ball down. We were able to convert um and score a lot of points and so they're they're learning it's not just about um how powerful your personal game is there's a strategy to every match and you've got to lock into it quickly and you had a lot you fell down two to one to came back and won that fourth set and showed a lot of moxie in doing that to get it to the fifth and obviously had a had a chance there but um you know little steps here early but you know maybe some years that third one gets away, and then you lose it in four, but you come back to, to win that to fourth a fifth, force a fifth match. That's, that's a big step, I would think. It's a huge step. It's a huge step, and it's a, it's a game of momentum. Um, but, you know, we picked up on the fact they couldn't stop anything behind the setter, and so every chance we had the opportunity, we were running our middle off of one foot behind the setter or our lefty, and, and they both had phenomenal matches. And so, yeah, you know, um, that's just – that's just having some consistency, some seasoning, um, and a little bit of 
a few more matches under our our setter's belt will help. And you get a chance to play at home tonight. There's been years you don't start at home till conference play. You get Kansas Wesleyan tonight, and then your Tiger Classic this weekend. So uh, five matches are, uh, yeah, here at home. So that'll, that'll be nice for your squad. Start with tonight, a little preview of Kansas Wesleyan. Absolutely. Well, we scrimmaged Kansas Wesleyan uh, about two weeks ago, and they've got two really strong hitters, both left-handed, actually, and they hit on both pins. But they've both got a really heavy arm. They hit a heavy ball. And so uh, it requires us to be very disciplined in our defense. Um, And they also run a different defense than we see in our conference at all. And so they keep their setter right in the middle of the court um, to pick up any tips, dumps, anything. It's strange. Um, And then they put two defenders in either corner. And so you really have got to be a little bit crafty. Um, and we've got to run a faster game to create some splits in the block so that we can attack the, the deeper part um, of the court. Um, and so, but we'll see. We handled them pretty well. Um, we know what we're up against, and, and I think the girls are ready, and they're just happy to be home. <laughs> I bet they are. We'll talk about the, the Tiger Classic. We did have a question from here in the audience. What's been your main focus this week in practice after those four games uh, to start the year in Golden? Um, Well, we had to recalibrate a little bit. So we got back onto serving because the air is different um, (laughs) in Colorado. It even affects volleyball, huh? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, there's just, it's it's denser here. And so you can hit a ball as hard as you want on a serve in Colorado and it'll still go in. The ball just, just the air's so thin, it just dies, you know. And so we're telling them, hit it as hard as you can. It's, you know, they're barely getting it to the back line. You do that here and it's going to sort of the bleachers. And so you've really got work on that so we spent some time recalibrating um, our serving and then we needed a, a significant amount of work on blocking I don't think we blocked very well this weekend not like we can not like we're capable of and we weren't tracking hitters very well so teams were running cross plays on us and we were only following one hitter not tracking on the other one and against Colorado Mines that's what that was mm-hmm. the difference maker and so we spent a lot of time fixing that I guess if you're going tonight, you want to sit in the end zone, just beware early until they get adjusted to, to the Watch match. Watch the serving. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Tiger Classic Friday and Saturday, New Mexico Highlands, Southern Nazarene, Minnesota State, uh, Cameron uh, in here. That, that'll be fun, some good competition from some schools in, in, in different regions of the country. That'll, that'll be good this weekend, some great volleyball. Yeah, I think so. We tried to get somebody from uh, different um, conferences uh, to represent so we can all get some quality competition. Um, Highlands and Cameron have been down the last couple of years, but they've got new coaches, so we expect them to come out stronger. Um, I think Southern Nazarene is probably the most seasoned that we're going to see of the group, um, and that's going to be our Friday night match. It should be um, pretty tough competition. And then, obviously, Minnesota State Mankato is a Northern Sun school. <laughs> Northern Sun is there never anything to sneeze at. You've always got to be ready. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to some really quality competition, um, but it'll be good that we have that home court advantage. 7 o'clock tonight, is that right? Or s- Correct. Okay, 7, 7 o'clock, o'clock tonight, and then there'll be volleyball all day Friday and Saturday, and, again, you'll have the two matches each day, and it should be a lot of fun for everybody involved. Yeah, come out, support all right. us. All right, Tigers at home, and then, well, hard to believe, conference is a week from Friday already. I mean, this is your last tune-up, and then it gets real. Yes, it does. We kick off in a week against conference, so we head to Emporia State to begin with, um, and then Washburn the next night, which is our standard opening mm-hmm. matches. Um, so, yeah, I think that this is good preparation. You know, they both play a different style game, and so seeing some of these teams in, comp- in the preseason that they're all a little bit different, um, in theory, should prepare us to, to really be ready to jump out the gate strong. 
Sounds good. Best of luck tonight. Hope to have a big crowd out of the Coliseum, and then obviously good luck this weekend, and we'll recap it and look forward to MIAA play when we talk to you next week. Thank you. That is Jessica Wood-Atkins, head volleyball coach at Fort A. State. Again, 7 o'clock tonight, their home opener with Kansas Wesleyan. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. We'll take a break. Head football coach Chris Brown joins us when we return on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Midwest Energy's Community Fund offers grants to a wide variety of charitable, educational, and nonprofit organizations in Midwest Energy service area. Awards range from $100 to $1,000, or you can apply for an impact grant of up to $5,000. The fall application deadline is October 1st. Apply online in minutes using the one-page application at mwenergy.com under the Community tab. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Now that everybody is back into the full swing of school, sports, and everything in between, our schedules are as busy as ever. Take some time and breathe and let the taco shop do the cooking tonight. The veggie burrito is on special $3.89, beef quesadilla $4.29, and the chicken soft taco is $2.09. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order from there and have it delivered. down to the taco shop. Here in Kansas, we know how to work together to make things better. And here at HazeMed, we share a mission of better health for everyone. When we come together for health screenings, community events, multidisciplinary care, and more, we are always re-envisioning what rural health can do for you. With care that's local, collaborative, and specialized, we're giving you every reason to choose HazeMed. Bringard Harris CPAs in Hazen Garden City serve clients of all sizes. Our staff has enjoyed meeting many new clients in recent years. That's right, our firm is growing because new clients appreciate the level of attention we provide. We work to understand the tax, accounting, and business problems faced by clients and our experience allows us to find effective and efficient solutions. If you are stressed about tax, accounting, or business problems, come talk to us. Bringard Harris CPAs, we can help. We do that. Back at the goal line is Tyler Crawford, Tyler Crawford to kick it away. Tigers have oh, nobody back, and they blocked the punt. It's loose, picked up at the three, into the end zone. Touchdown, Ford A State. <laughs> Mason Perez picked up the block punt and scores. And the Tigers get a special teams touchdown. They lead it 27 to nothing. Yeah, some of the action from a 56-0 win at Northeastern State last Thursday. Tigers now gear up for their home opener tomorrow night against Pittsburgh State. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, they've been a haste tradition since 1970. Head coach Chris Brown joins us now. Glad you could join us. It was, you know, I know you had to be on the road, missed the first show last week, but we're glad to have you a part of it here today and got to be pretty happy. Um, you win 56 to nothing, and I know Northeastern State's probably not going to contend for an MIAA title, but your guys took care of business. Not a great start, that first series three and out, but you got the interception on their possession and kind of opened the floodgates, and then you guys played really well after that. Yeah, we did. I'm pleased with how our guys played. They uh, you know, did the things we asked them to do, uh, had some great leadership across the board on offense and defense. Um, 
you know, just really proud how Jack stepped into the game and, and took control and, and, and led our offense. And then, you know, defensively, I thought we played more physical than we have in the past few years. And uh, that's what we're asking our guys to do. And they seem to be in the right spots and made the tackles that they needed to make. And, uh, you know, we got some turnovers. And, and when you get turnovers and don't turn the ball over offensively, you know, great things can happen for you. And, uh, you know, our kids played well, but we got to play better this week. Yeah, you had five takeaways. You had 13 the entire season last year. That was the lowest total in 17 years. And, boy, you look when you had great teams and you were contending and winning seven, eight, nine games. You were always near the top of the conference in takeaways and turnover margin. I know one game isn't a whole season, but that was a good start because that's been an area, especially last year, that was really lacking. Yeah, it was good to see, you know, on, on defense and then doing it on special teams as well with the, with the pump block and then, you know, even recovering the muff punt as well and, you know, getting turnovers, you know, across the board offensively or defensively and, and special team-wise. So, uh we got to keep pushing for those and get the ball back to our offense because I think our offense can really do some great things for us and uh, they can put points on the board and, you know, we got to get the ball in their hands as much as we possibly can. You know, I don't think one turnover or one play, especially in game one, defines a season, but that batted pass from uh, Gavin Hazelhorst, an interception by Miles Menges, one, it was a phenomenal play, but that kind of turned the tide, and then after that, your guys loosened up and played pretty well. They did. You know, it's always those first game jitters. Um, we're a very young football team right now, and, uh, you know, that kind of helped, you know, get the momentum on our side, of the, uh, you know, on our side, and you know, our kids just stepped up and started playing from there. They relaxed a little bit, and you know, just the sideline itself and just the kids, you know, on the sideline with the excitement and, you know, cheering one another on and, you know, supporting one another. And even if the kid had a bad play, there was guys there to kind of pick him up. That was that was the coolest thing to see, you know, that we hadn't had that in a few years. And uh, just our kids and themselves, just the way they handled this whole entire game and the way they handled after the game as well, that, you know, they weren't satisfied and, you know, they were looking to do better things, you know, this year. And, and they knew they had to go back to work and, and get better. So, you know, it's a, a a lot goes to these kids. I mean, I'm proud of them, the way they work, um, the way they went through fall camp, summer conditioning, all those different little things that, that make a su- successful season, and, and they've done it. And, uh, you know, they weren't satisfied, and they want to keep working. They worked hard this mm-hmm. week as well. You, you mentioned Jack Dawson. He emerged as your starting quarterback, and what he had a phenomenal. I mean, he could have been conference offensive player of the week, but there were so many big numbers put up by, by quarterbacks and different players, but uh, played well. He was on point. Just evaluate his play and uh, why he was so good on Thursday. You know, our offensive line did protect him. You know, we, we did have some weapons at our wide receiver positions mm-hmm. now that were, you know, the, the guys that make some plays like Stokes and Horace and, you know, there's, there's numbers, and then Kale Cormany. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, you see a lot of different guys that got their first touchdown as yeah, Tigers. Yeah, like six guys. Know? Yeah, he spread it and, out. And, and, that, and that's huge for us. And he just wasn't looking for that one guy where now he has a few weapons. He can throw two different guys. And, you know, he stayed calm in the pocket, and he didn't really make any, any bad mistakes. Um, when he needed to scramble, he scrambled. And when he needed to go down, he went down. So uh, he made the smart choices and did the right things we asked him to do. And, you know, he, he's grown up, and he's matured as, as a player. And, uh you know, even in the weight room, he's gotten stronger. He's, he's put on some weight as well, but just his maturity as a football player has really what put him you know, ahead of, ahead of the other quarterbacks. We had a few questions both uh, online. Again, we appreciate you chiming in. If you're listening, go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on fans. You'll see the drop down and, and can send us a question. And we had one sent in this morning, actually. Do football scholarship athletes at Fort A. State eat at a training table, and do you have any control over your athlete's diet during the season? I thought that was an interesting question. You know, we don't have a training table. It's more for, like, Division ones. Um But the kids on campus do have the meal plan, so that's kind of their training table. But the kids that are off campus, you know, they don't have that. But, you know, it's just it's a cost, and it's an mm-hmm. expensive cost as well, especially when you're, you know, all the different things that we need for our players. It's just one of those things that we can't fund at this time. But, 
You know, it's it is what it is. But we try to give them a diet plan. You know, of what they need to eat. There's some guys that need to be on a diet, <laughs> kind of like Coach Brown needs to be on a diet. Um, and then there's players that also need to put on some weight. And uh, so we try to give them a plan of the things they need to eat: the carbs, the proteins, and all those different things. The hydration, you know, which is a big part of it as well, of what they need to do daily. Um, it's not computerized or anything. It's just kind of a sheet of telling them what they need to eat each day. You know, to make to make sure that their bodies are taken care of and they're and they're at their, at their best every single day. Another question, um, players who have maybe surprised you so far in their effort, their leadership, and factors like that as you start the young season. You know, we started off you know, last week, we he voted for captains, and, you know, Kel Cormany, a tight end, who's just a sophomore, was voted captain. Jack Dawson was voted a captain as well. Miles um, Mangus and, and Mason Perez, you know, all, all of those are our four captains this year. And uh, there's a reason those guys were voted captains is because of their leadership and, and, and the qualities that they bring to the table and, you know, their work ethic and holding guys accountable, you know, on a daily basis. So, uh, I mean, those guys really stepped up and did the things they needed to do to be leaders uh, on this team. But, you know, our kids have just followed suit. You know, they do exactly what those guys are doing. And, you know, so all these kids have really stepped up and done the things we've asked them to do. So there's not just one particular one that I can name, but those four got voted captains. But the majority of our kids right now are they're good kids. They work hard. Um, they're committed to this program. Um, they want to win football games, and they're going to do everything they possibly can to win those games. Pretty good start, and they're going to get a pretty good test tomorrow night. Pittsburgh State, ranked third in the country, comes to town. We'll preview the Tigers and the Gorillas after the break, but need to remind you, the Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tigers fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We'll take our final break. We'll preview the Tigers and Pittsburgh State tomorrow night at Lewis Field. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. What's the difference between a business technology provider and a partner? Next Tech knows the difference because we are the difference. Big or small, we equip your company with the tools to grow and innovate. We are customized communication with cloud phone. We are the complete managed IT solution. We are security that protects your business inside and out. We are Next Tech. Let's talk business at next-tech.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Rev up your career with BTI John Deere. With a long-standing reputation of over 75 years, their shops offer consistent work opportunities. If you're a skilled service technician seeking a fresh challenge, join the BTI team. Experience excellent benefits, paid time off, a family-centered culture, and best of all, air-conditioned shops. Beat the heat and join their team. Learn more at btiequip.com or email connect at btiequip.com for job opportunities. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. 
Play clock down to one. They get the play away. Ellerick being chased. He throws it. It's intercepted. Tigers pick it off. Travion Mitchell at the two-yard line. The fourth Tiger takeaway of the night, and they keep Northeastern off the board. Let's hope there's a lot of that tomorrow night. Four-day state, Pittsburgh State, home opener for the Tigers at Lewis Field. Again, we'll remind you, before we know it, homecoming's going to be here. So register for all the great homecoming activities at FHSUhomecoming.com. Do so by September 20th as we gear up for the four-day state Tigers home opener. Tomorrow night, the Pittsburgh State Gorillas, they went undefeated during the regular season, won the MIAA crown, picked to win it again. They had a hard-fought battle, much closer game with Washburn than that final score indicated, but obviously they're up to number three in the country. They're the reigning champions. This is a big-time test right out of the gate for the home opener tomorrow night. It really is. It's going to kind of show us where we're at, you know, in our program right now and the growth we've had from last year till now. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. I want to see kind of where these kids are at as well and uh, see what they have, see how they compete. Um, there's going to be some adversity, I know, in this game and, and how they do they overcome that adversity. And uh, you know, I just want to make sure that they stay positive, um, they're focused, uh, they play hard, they play physical, and they just compete for all four quarters. That's what I'm looking for, and uh, we'll see what the outcome is. Well, about Pitt, they like to run the ball. I mean, they'll throw it, and they've got a quarterback very capable, but he can run. I think they use a lot, but mainly three running backs. They just keep rotating guys in there, and it really starts up front, three returning all-conference offensive linemen. Yeah, they're, they're pretty big up front, and they're pretty athletic as well. Those guys can, can move around pretty quick, and, you know, they pull them a lot, you know, and trying to get to the edge and the back, you know, sees things and, and cuts back very well. So quarterback's a good player. Running back's really good. they got some great wide receivers, um, big tight end at number 88. And, you know, they, they do about uh, a lot of different personnel changes as well. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see what these kids do and, and just want to see them play and compete and, and do the best that they possibly can. Be a great time for the home fans. It'll be a 7 o'clock kick tomorrow at Lewis Field. We'll be on the air on Tiger Radio Mix 103, the Tiger Tailgate Show at 6 o'clock. Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Great start last Thursday. Hopefully you build on that and have a great one tomorrow night. Should be a lot of fun with the Gorillas in town. Best of luck, and we appreciate you joining us today. Yes, sir. Thank you, Gerard. There you go. That is head coach Chris Brown against 7 o'clock tomorrow, Fort A. State and the Pittsburgh State Gorillas. That's going to wrap up Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, Golden Belt Bank, BTI, and by the Taco Shop. We'll see you again next Wednesday. So long for now on Tiger Talk.